Oh, the weekend is here. Can we make it through the, today? I think we fucking can. We can do this. Friday is here, people. We are that much closer to the weekend. And, man, this week has been busy. Let's see here. We kicked. We started off the week with Lena Scissorhands from Infected Rain. Then we had, let's see, what we do next? We did Brain Cell next. Then we did Post Profit. Oh, we had Remember the Monsters in there as well. And tonight we're ending out the week with another fantastic band. So let's just go ahead and kick off this Friday now, shall we? In life and in music, there is always a dark side. Whether the truth is something you don't want to tell or something somebody doesn't want to hear. These are those stories. The Black Rose Media proudly presents the dark side of music. And welcome everybody to the dark side of music. I am the great and powerful king of kings, emperor of all that is awesome. Derek, how the hell are you doing today on this beautiful March 18th of the year that is 2020 part two. If you guys went out last night and got blistered and hammered, you know, on the typical, you know, St. Patrick's Day life. I'm glad to be here with you if you're still recovering and you're just sitting at home in bed and not worrying about it and took a three-day weekend, I don't blame you. So let's just go ahead and have some fun and I won't scream too loud. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so before we get started, I need, to, I need to make a complaint. DoorDash, get your shit together. I'm sick and tired of not getting fucking straws in my shit. What the fuck? I had to rip a hole in my fucking cup lid and... What the fuck? This is like the fifth or sixth time in like the last week. What the fuck? And it's not just one restaurant. So, I, you know, I don't know what's going on, but I'm sick and tired of not getting straws. And I'm pissed. Is that a big enough gripe? Is that something that really grinds my gears? Or do they expect us to have, you know, metal strong straws at home, therefore we're not, you know, killing the turtles? Maybe that's what it is. But either way, give me a goddamn straw. <laughs> but anyway... Tonight, 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 I have on with me a band that just released their latest EP called Ascension back on March 4th. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight I bring you in Ignocent. And this album, this EP is fucking phenomenal. And we're going to go ahead and kick off the... Bleh, I can't even talk. Let's try this again. We're going to go ahead and kick off this episode with a song off of Ascension. The song called Remnant. So here is Remnant by Ignocent.
Remnant by Ignocent off their new EP that just came out March 4th, Ascension. And let's go ahead and bring on one of the ladies behind the band, Miss Jennifer Benson. Hey, how are you? I am fan damn How the hell are you? Good, doing good. Thanks for having me on. Hey, it's absolutely my pleasure. This is, you know, this is what I do for a living. So, you know, like, I got to talk to people, you know. So, you know, there's no thanks on my part. I mean, no thanks on your part. It's all it's me thanking you. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> so how's things going for you? Good. It's been uh, crazy busy. We've had a ton of shows and a lot of interviews with uh, EP coming out. But it's been a lot of fun. So, yeah, we're really excited. Uh, where are you guys located out of? 
We're out of the Chicago area. Out of Chicago. Yeah, that's a great area to be in, especially this time of year. Yeah. Yeah, we actually just played at the subterranean in Chicago oh, last nice. week. Though it was like eight degrees in March, that's okay. <laughs> it's starting to get a little warmer, but yeah, it was a little, a little chilly. <laughs> yeah, we had our eight degree weather this past uh, Saturday. Yeah, um, this past Saturday, Sunday, because I'm in Maryland, and we had a nice little uh, snowstorm, got about six inches um, out of complete nowhere, because last week we were all in the 60s and 70s, and then all of a sudden it just dip down into the teens and oh here's six inches of snow here welcome to spring (laughs) (laughs) you know it happens it happens (laughs) so how's the reception been for the new ep it's yeah it's been great we've gotten just a ton of just outpouring over that people are you know really liking the songs and um i just i don't know i'm i'm just overwhelmed like in a, you know, and grateful um, that it's gotten such a good response. We just found out last week it hit top 50 on Billboard Rock charts. So that was kind of a surprise and um, it's still climbing. So I'm excited about that too. Um, and yeah, I'm just um, been doing, like I said, a lot of uh, just interviews um, for it and um, got a lot of press over it. So um, you know, the fans are, are loving it. We've gotten a lot of new uh, fans that just said that they really like the, the hardness of it and in the sound and everything. And so, yeah, it's it's going good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I loved the EP when I first heard it uh, last week. And I've been rocking it out all week long. It's fantastic. Um, and I, I love, you know, the whole, I love your guys' whole vibe, number one. Um, you know, it's definitely, you bring a a different side of the hard rock, um, hard, you know, metal side of things. And I love, you know, the, your, your clean vocals are just phenomenal and it just blends so well. It's almost like it was the, you know, the guitar parts and everything like that was written along with your voice and just that blends in such like a musical way. And I, I just love the way it does that. Not very many bands can do that. Awesome. Thank you so much. No problem. So one of the things I love talking to bands about, especially uh, bands of your nature, um, is this. And I, and I talked to uh, um, Lena about this last week and uh, or earlier this week, however you want to talk you know, about it. Um, and I've talked to many other you know, uh, female fronted bands as well about this. Um, and I like to get different opinions because everyone's different. Um, you know, the thing about it is the rise of the female metal slash hard rock, um, musician has only been in the last 20 years and it's been slow rise. I mean, it kind of started with Amy Lee in the early two thousands and it's kind of taken us where we, where we are today, but even then it was still slow in the early two thousands, even 2010s, because we only had really Maria, we had Lizzie and we had, you know, uh, um, I, Amy, that was it. And then all of a sudden it just kind of exploded out of nowhere in the 2010s area. Um, what's it like for you to still be part of, cause it's still a huge revolution in the music era. What's it like to be a female fronted, you know, for you being part of this, you know, this revolution of strong female, um, in the, in the, in the metal industry. 
Well, it's, yeah, I love it. I mean, it's awesome. It's a big honor to be able to do this, honestly. And um, what I kind of love about it is like most shows, I'm literally the only female. <laughs> like there's three or four bands and no joke, literally almost every show, I'm the only female at it. And so um, it's kind of fun because I'm like, this is, well, you know what? Girl power, you know, <laughs> like it's, um, I'm representing. So it's kind of, you know, cool to be able to be in that role and um, and to help inspire, you know, maybe some younger uh, girls out there who want to start a band and start doing this. So it's, uh, yeah, it's been a really cool experience. But I've also... Um, been able to like meet some great bands like we opened for stitched apart before at the forge and a few other places so that was like that was super cool to be able to um to play with them and meet them and then we also opened for september morning and they're such a cool band we play with them i think it was at rock house mm-hmm. in west D and at the forge too and then uh one of my favorites is lacey sturm a fly leaf like she's a huge inspiration for me yeah yeah and i got to play a few shows with her and meet her and everything so just that like experience of being able to you know like share the stage with those type of people has been awesome and to be able to meet them and just to see you know what they're doing and um so yeah it's been pretty cool yeah um so i'm two for three out of every all the, the ladies you just mentioned um, I've had um, Emily and I've had Mixie on the show. Um, okay. They're both phenomenal female, uh, not females. They're both phenomenal, you know, fr- uh, front women. They're phenomenal front people, whatever you want to call them. They're just great fucking people in general. Um, I had Mixie on two, three weeks ago and just an absolute, absolute pleasure and delight um, to talk to. And I had Mix, I had uh, Emily on probably a year ago. God, it's been that long. Um, and it was, you know, it's it, like I said, it's amazing to hear the different points of view from different things. Um, you know, Mixie was very much like you. Um, but then like when I talked to uh, Lena uh, earlier this week, she was more like, I'm not trying to be a, you know, a positive female influence. I'm not trying to be any, I'm trying to make the bar even across the board. I, Cause I eventually want to get to the point where I don't, I'm not looked at as a female front person. I'm looked at just a front person. And, you know, I just want that level to be there. So whether I'm a positive female influence or not, I just want to be a positive influence. And I love that, that, that view too. Cause that was the first time I've heard that. So it's like I get all these different points of view, and and I, I tell everybody this. The reason why I, I talk about this is because I'm a girl dad. I, I have all daughters, so you know, having grown up in the '90s and you know, and in the '80s as well, after Joan Jett and Hart all kind of died off, there wasn't very many female um, rock you know influences out there. I mean, you had pop rock with like maybe with like Dolores in the 90s with Cranberries, but outside of that, there wasn't really much. And then it wasn't until like Kitty hit the scene and Amy Lee hit the scene that it kind of, you really started noticing. But even then, being a metal act in the 90s, being all females, Kitty didn't really get the recognition they deserved. And it wasn't until Amy Lee kind of did that thing where she, you know, blew everybody out of the water with Bring Me to Life. And was like, oh, shit, what the hell is this? And really opened those doors for for women. And 
it's been a, a great thing to see because, you know, whether it's, you know, one of my daughter's, you know, favorite people in the entire world is Lizzie Hale or, you know, all these other people that are out there. It, it's just really, really cool to see that, to know that the next generation is in good hands, you know, because they're seeing the amazing role models like you guys out there right now that are really bringing that, that to the forefront, you know, especially like a woman like Maria Brink. You know, when was it 2009, somewhere around that time, 2010, um, when she did, um, when she came out with whore and she took out the, uh, she took that word and made it her own and, you know, even made an anagram, women honoring others rising eternally. And it was like, what the hell are you doing with that word? That is amazing. You know, and we need more of that in the world. There's still not a lot. I mean, yeah, like I said, we have you, we have Maria, we have Lizzie, we have Amy still, and then we have Mixie, we have Lena. And then it kind of starts to get a little bit more obscure outside of that. You know, yeah, we have the ladies from Butcher Babies. Yeah, we have um, Tatiana from Ginger. And we have, you know, it's still all, there's still a big presence, but it's not as well known as it should be. And I'm just waiting for that day to where it's just as big. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. I get what you're saying. But it's, yeah, it's it's still, um, well, yeah, like you're saying, there's a lot more than there was. But yeah, Amy Lee, you're right. She like, she really, I mean, set the precedent. I mean, that song, Bring Me to Life, just blew everyone away. And and I mean, I still love it to this day. But but I, yeah, I totally agree with what you're saying. Yeah, Um and, you know, I've even seen, you know, all female tours now, and that's that's new to see, too, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was, a, it was, I think it was a, in this moment, um, Hailstorm tour, wasn't it? That was recent, I think, or within the last couple of years. But again, so. yeah, it's been, then there's been others, too, but it's it, it doesn't really matter. It, it's, it's really nice to see. When I go see Fest, like when I went and saw my first festival in a couple of years last year, the amount of females on stage was absolutely amazing. You know, even my intro music is by a female fronted band, uh, a band called dying oath out of uh, Virginia. Um, yeah. And the lead singer, Mindy, she's just an absolute badass, and I've become really close with her. She's amazing. Um, but there's so much good stuff out there. And again, seeing the rise of the female fronted band, or just a female band or just good band people, whatever you want to say has been yeah. really cool to see. And I'm, I'm glad that it's, it's happened. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm excited about Rockfest in cadet Wisconsin. Cause we're playing there and it's like, it's literally like an all female day. Like we're playing there that day. Evanescence is playing there that day. Butcher babies is playing there that day. And it's just like a, a whole female day. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm pretty stoked about that. Oh, Rockfest. I wish I could make my way up to that one this year. Yeah. That yeah, might be my... Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I missed it last year, too. I haven't... I've never been to Rockfest, but that's that's probably one of my festivals that I want to do next year. I've planned out four this year. I want to hit... I'm going to be hitting uh, Rockville in May. Uh-huh. Um, then I'm going to be doing uh, Blue Ridge Rockfest and uh, Metal in the Mountains, I think, August and September. And then October, I'm gonna to head to California for Aftershock. Ooh, that'll be fun. Yeah, so those are the four I'm hitting this year. That'll be interesting. 
but awesome. next year I want to do I want to do Rockfest. I want to hit uh, Rocklahoma, and there's a few others I want to hit as well. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, I mean, I, I know about the Rockfest thing, and that's a huge deal for you guys because I mean that's another one of those huge, you know, festivals that we got that I think sets us apart from other genres is these festivals because outside of let's see here some of the edm fests and um uh uh uh, what the hell's the damn coachella there isn't much for other genres as far as big giant festivals go and we kind of set the bar in the in the rock and metal industry with these festivals whether we're talking about rockville or you know or Rockfest or Rocklahoma or whatever we're talking about, you know, we set the we set the bar high with 40, 50, 60,000 people a day, you know, four, five, and six stages and 150 some odd bands. Nobody else out there is touching that with these, whether it's, you know, whether it's DWP or local rock stations putting on these festivals, nobody else is doing that. And I think it's fantastic. Yes, I agree. It's awesome. I, yeah, I especially love Rockfest. Like, yeah. I think this is going to be our fourth time playing there, but last year was just like, it was, I don't know. You can just sense the energy. I think with everything going on, um, you know, with COVID and with the shutdown and everything, I think everyone was just like wanting to get out and the energy in that room was just electric. It was awesome. But <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Cause I mean, at, when I was at Blue Ridge last year, it felt the same way, you know, yeah. the, the, the energy was just unlike anything I've ever felt before. And I've been to many festivals, um, but this was just different. And I can say that about any concert I've been to since, you know, everything started opening back up. The energies are just different. Um, And it just feels like people are appreciating it more and Mm -hmm. are more, more of a fan than they've ever, they ever have been. Yeah. Yeah, I would 100% agree with that. You know, it was out of our life for a while. So I think everyone was just like so excited to be able to be at live shows and, you know, and just to be um, with people and see the bands and just hang out. And yeah, we hung out like I think we were because we headlined um, the stage and I think we stayed till like three in the morning, just like talking to people, hanging out. And we didn't want the night to end. And it seemed like everyone didn't want the night to end. It was it was. Yeah, it was fun. But it's, it's exciting to see, and it's, it's exciting that everything's coming back again. And Yeah, and and you can't, you know, open up Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or even, like, you know, TikTok without seeing a new tour being announced or, you know, just a yeah. one-off show here and there. There's yeah. so much good stuff going on, and it has never been a better time to be a rock metal fan right now. Yeah, absolutely. It's It's... A resurgence that I, in my opinion, we haven't seen since the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. It's very exciting. It really is. It really, really, truly is. All right. So let's take a quick little break and a little breather here. And we're going to go ahead and play another song off the Ascension EP. A song called Better Left Forgotten. So here is Better Left Forgotten by Ignocent.
Hey guys, Derek here from the Dark Side of Music, and this podcast is brought to you by Masterclass. With Masterclass, you can learn from the world's best minds, anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. You can learn the secrets of drumming from legendary Beatles drummer Ringo Starr. You can learn how to be a proper band from Metallica. Yeah, Metallica. You can also learn... So much more, including stuff from Hans Zimmer, Christina Aguilera, Timbaland, Tom Morello. You can learn guitar stuff from Tom Morello and Carlos Santana. There is so much more to Masterclass than just music. There's also stuff on here from James Cameron. Yes, Academy Award winning director James Cameron. These are all the things that you could do with Masterclass. Learning made simple with Masterclass. The world's greatest minds with Masterclass. I don't understand how, why you're not doing it right now. I've had the time to go on there and learn from James Cameron about some the, the master of movie making and doing certain things in order to make my show where I need it to be to take it to the next level. I have big plans for this show. And thanks to Masterclass, I'm starting to learn the different things that I need to know in order to take it there. And you can too. So I highly recommend you go check it out and get unlimited access to every Masterclass. And as a Dark Side of Music listener, you get 15% off an annual membership. So go to masterclass.com slash darksidemusic now. Again, that's masterclass.com slash darksidemusic for 15% off Masterclass. Again, that's masterclass.com forward slash darksidemusic, all one word, for 15% off Masterclass. And that was Better Left Forgotten off the new Innocent EP, Ascension. Let's go ahead and get back to our conversation with Jennifer. Right. Ah, I love that song. That's probably my favorite off the EP. Really? It is. Thank you. Wow. Nice. Um, cuz that song for me kind of resonates with how I feel sometimes. Okay. Um, and, and I'm not sure if this was the tone you were going for or whatever the case might be, but this is what I got from it. Um, as someone who suffers from bipolar disorder and PTSD, mm-hmm. I'm constantly in a state of, I don't know where I'm going to be at in the morning. You know, I could be, I could, you know, go to bed hoping that I don't wake up or I could wake up you know, not wanting to even get out of bed. Um, you know, it, it's one of those things where, you know, I don't know where I'm going to be in 24 hours. It's a constant uphill battle and it's a fight every day. And a lot of the time I just feel like I am a burden on other people. Mm-hmm. And to feel that way, you know, I've been suicidal in the past and I'm not anymore, thankfully. But it's it's one of those things where just forget about me, 
you know, go do your thing and I'll do mine. And I, just forget I'm even here because I'm better. It's better off for you that way. And that's how I feel a lot of the times. And when I hear that song, it just resonates hard with me because of that fact. Um, and I know it's not true. Right. But in the same time, my, my brain will be like, hey, it's true. You, you don't matter. So just go, go seclude yourself from everybody and leave, leave the world alone. And, yeah. uh, and that's what I get out of that song. And, it, and it's almost like a, I, I might be, you know, better left, left forgotten, but at the same time, I'm not going anywhere either. And, and I like, and that's the message that I took from that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I can relate to you because I struggle with like anxiety and depression and, and right now I'm just going through a hard time in my life personally, and it's just been a crappy, crappy year. <laughs> so, um, and yeah, and I have days where I'm like, okay, you know, it's just, it's really hard to get through, um, the day and, um, that, um, that, yeah, that song is like, um, kind of, you know, what you were saying, but also like, I'm such, some days I, I feel like such a screw up, you know, I mess up, like I try my hardest, like, you know, we all do. And I just, I can't get it together. I can't get it right. I keep screwing up, you know, and I know I'm not better left forgotten, but sometimes I do feel like that. And so even though in my head, like you're, like you're saying in my head, I know I'm not better left forgotten. That's just the way I feel or was feeling, you know, or feel sometimes. And so I think it's good to be honest about our emotions and it's a good way to get it out through, through songs and, um, through music. It's very like for me, therapeutic. And, um, but then there is a hopeful side to it too. It says your life of daisies screams. Um, and that um, part is like a hope um, that I threw in there because even though I feel that way, like I'm better left forgotten. Um, I also know in God's eyes that I am not because he loves me. And so um, that part where it says your life of daisies screams that's talking about God because, um, and about his life and like what he thinks of us. So it's like a little bit of hope thrown in to a, a kind of depressing song. So that's kind of my perspective on, on that and where I was, I come from. Cause even though I know I mess up and I can't get it together, God still loves me. So, <laughs> um, and he loves you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Um, well, I don't believe in God per se. I believe I, I, I'm pagan, so I, I I'm Norse pagan, so I I more along the believe the you know the old Nordic gods like Odin and shit like that. So that's that's me. So you say God, I say Odin. It's the same person. We're good. Uh, but you're right. You're right. Um, just trying to make a joke. <laughs> um, you're right because the thing about it is, regardless of of religion or power yeah. or you know whatever it could be Allah it can be God it could be Odin it could be if you're an atheist it could be Mother Earth regardless that message resonates across the the lines and that's another thing I like about you guys that you do have 
uh, some of these Christian roots embedded in some of your songs, but you're not one of those Christian rock, you know, metal bands that kind of walks around grabbing people's in the hair and punching them in the face saying, believe what I believe, believe what I believe. And, <laughs> and, and I like that because there's a lot of that in the world. And, and, um, and I don't believe that has a, that whole, you know, believe what we believe has a place in metal because metal is the most diverse group of individuals I have ever seen in my entire life. And the more diversity we have, the better off we are. And, and I think embracing that diversity and saying, Hey, you know what? I'm not a Christian, but I love this Christian rock band, even though I don't, you know, you guys don't really label yourself as a Christian rock band. You know what I'm saying? You guys, it's people can say that, you know, or I love the Devil Wars Prada, another one, or I love Skillet, you know? Oh, it, love yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but the thing about it is it doesn't have to be, you know, music for Christians. It doesn't have to be music for, you know, Muslims or music for, you know, Jewish people. It doesn't have to be that. And that's what I love about metal is that it can yeah. be diverse. It can be inclusive. Yeah. And, and, and I love that about the way you, you write because that line that you just said, I didn't pick up on it at first, okay. but you write it, you wrote it in such a way that people can take what they want from it. And I love that about way you write. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. And I totally agree with you. It's, it's for everyone. I mean, yeah. And metal. Yeah. Metal. It just, um, and music itself is just, it's such a powerful tool and it just, um, I feel like it unifies all of us, which is pretty cool. And it just, um, it helps. Like it's, it's so powerful. Like when you're having a bad day or you're down or whatever it may be, it's just a great, um, pick me up and, you know, you're listening to your favorite song or, or whatever it may be and the lyrics you can kind of, you know, relate to or whatever that uh, is, or the, the guitar part or the, you know, the emotion of the music just kind of lifts you up. And so um, in metal, I love because it just, it helps you to get like that, that, uh, I don't know, sometimes that anger out, like, especially performing it, it, um, it just gets all my emotions out and it just, I don't know, it feels so good just to rock out to. It's nothing like pop. Like pop is kind of, I like pop, but it's a little bit, I don't know, boring to me at times. But metal, there's just something about it and it gives you so much energy and then my heart starts racing and it's just, I don't know, it's awesome. I love metal. <laughs> yeah, and for me being a music nerd, you yeah. know, when I listen to music and if it's overproduced and you can yeah. tell that a certain part of the song or whatever took a hundred takes just to get that perfect melody right. It, it takes it away from me. And yeah. when I listen to metal, and I've used this analogy a bunch of times, you know, um, because especially like for the, some of the bigger labels that have metal acts on them, you know, they're just kind of using them or whatever the case might be to have a diverse, you know, portfolio or whatever. They don't really care what they sound like. And it's it kind of shows because if you and that's what matters to me, because, you know, a major label act, you know, a metal act can walk into a sound booth, uh -huh. sing a song that has a lot of raw emotion in it. And at certain points, he he or she, 
you know, is having this vast emotional breakdown during the song and the voice will crack and it's not in key and it's pitchy or whatever the case, whatever, you know, Simon Cowell would say. Right. But when the the artist pulls out and, you know, listens back into it and goes, yep, that's that's the take. That's it right there. I wanted that sound. I need the emotion to shine through. You can tell. But on the pop side, even the R&B side, and, you know, a lot of the other stuff, country as well, it's so overproduced, you don't get that raw realness factor. And that is one of the things that really draws me into metal it, because of that rawness and that realness. Like, um, and, I, and I was, my, one of my favorite examples in the last couple of years was Popular Monster by, Ronnie, by uh, Falling in Reverse. There's a, you know, at the end when he's just, you know, screaming it out, dude's not in key. He's just, Ronnie's just in there just letting everybody know how he really feels. And I love that about that kind of stuff. When that kind of stuff happens, it just, it garners a different reaction from a crowd. And you just, they just know that's a real dude up there. Regardless yeah. of, you know, your your feelings toward the dude or you know, they'll, right. you know how they feel about him because you know, everyone knows Ronnie Radke is an asshole. Um, right. He's a self-proclaimed asshole, so there's nothing wrong with me saying that. Um, right. You you still feel that realness from someone like that, even though you have your own opinions about him. You know, in like with like a Taylor Swift, for example, uh-huh. everyone has their opinions of Taylor Swift, but you never really feel her music. You can hear it, you can mm-hmm. dance to it. But I don't, I, I don't think, in my opinion, you don't really feel it. I, I've heard people say, yeah, I can feel it in my soul. Right. But do you really? Or is it just a, the, is the, the lyrics just m- matching what you feel? But, or is it what she's actually singing what you feel? Is my, is the, there's a big difference. And when you can yeah. hear and put the words together and feel all of it at one time, that's a completely different emotion just than registering with what the lyrics are saying. And I feel that's the huge difference between metal and pop. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think you're spot on with that. That's yeah, very well said. I, I a hundred percent agree with that. It's, it's totally different and it's, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Because when you're in a crowd mm-hmm. and you see people just breaking out into tears um, that just, there's just, and, and it's not from, oh my God, my, my idol's up on stage, right. like a, like a Taylor Swift show. That's where a lot of the tears come from there. Just, oh my God, she's here. Right. You feel, you feel the rawness and the realness of it, you know, yeah. because there's, while some metal artists and rock artists do use auto-tune, yes, you know, there's a lot of auto-tune and there's a lot of this and that in pop and Here's another great example. Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. Those l- words and those lyrics that she uses, if she took out the auto-tune and she put it to a completely different sound, yeah, it, those lyrics are fucking metal and, you know, as, as hard as they get. And I think they would elicit a completely different vibe mm-hmm. than what she does uh, right now. Now, granted, she's on a kick and, you know, teenagers love her and you know she's kind of has this whole whole following so i'm not knocking it because obviously what she's doing is resonating with someone 
But at the same time, for someone like me, who's like, like I said, a, a nerd, I hear that I just hear overproduced music and it doesn't doesn't resonate. And but at the same time, those are those are her words. Her and her brother write everything together, which I think is cool. And so you know that it's at least coming from a place of realness. Yeah. But it's because of the back end and the way it's produced, you don't feel it. And I think you could if it was done differently. So those are two examples of the way I feel. But, like, I just feel there's so much positivity that could be there if it wasn't so corporatized. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And after a while, like, a lot of the pop music, it just sounds exactly the same. It's just... Yeah, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it all yeah. sounds the same. I don't know. <laughs> you know, you're right. And, and that's why I'm thankful for, you know, in, in some degrees, you know, the, some of the levels of pop that are out there, like Miley Cyrus. Mm -hmm. I think she's, you know, she's changing the game. And yeah. I, I love that woman to death. Yeah. I, I think, you know, she is like, she's already a superstar. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah. But I think right now she's kind of still on bordering on, the, you know, that superstar pop star vibe. But I think she's on that that you know, and I feel you know, the ultimate you know compliment is saying rock star, because mm. being a rock star takes a certain edge, a certain you know type of person. There's a lot of uh, rap artists, you know, in my opinion, Eminem is a rock star. You know, yeah. Dr. Dre is a rock star. You know, yeah. there's a, so, you know, it doesn't have to necessarily be a rock icon to be a rock star, take a certain right. edge, but like pink is not a rock star. She's a pop star, you know, uh -huh. Billie Eilish, the same thing. But like, I think yeah. Miley is that next big rock star that I think we're going to see in the next couple of years evolve into something that is unlike anything we've ever seen. Um, whether she sticks with this whole pop punk you know, 80s, you know, style heart, you know, music that she's been doing, or she just yeah. goes full-blown rock or goes back to pop regardless. She brings an yeah. edge to her music and a, and a realness to her music. I mean, how long has Wrecking Ball been out and she still cries up on stage every time she sings it? That's yeah. an emotional, powerful thing. And that's what we need more of in music because I feel that's what separates a good song from a great song where people can, like I said before, it's not just the lyrics and it's not just the singing. It's the combination of those two things that really resonate within you. And if you hear a crackling, if you hear an off key, you know, note, or if you yeah. just hear raw emotion, yeah. it's more likely to resonate within people and actually touch them in a way to where they want to use that as their motivation to be better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That is very true. But we don't get a lot of that outside of rock, and and that makes me sad because yeah, when I talk to bands about, and when I talk to other people in outside of this this show, yeah, I feel I feel bad in the fact that I do have my blinders on, and if it's uh -huh. not a hard rock song, a rock song, a metal song, or yeah. a metal band or whatever. I'm not listening to it. So it's it, because of that. And I would love to be able to enjoy other genres and be more eclectic with my listening. Yeah. But if it's not resonating with me, I feel I, I can't do it. I'm not going to do it just for the sake of doing it. Um, right. If you enjoy it, then what's the point of, 
of listening. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, I want to because I, I feel I'm shortchanging myself at the same time. Yeah. Well, I do the same thing. I mean, yeah, I probably should try to broaden my horizons, but that's that. Yeah. I always go to like skillet. Um, I listen to Flyleaf. I listen to a lot of thousand foot crutch. Um, I love, love them. And um, Ginger, I love her. Yeah. It, I always go to the, the heavy, the hard rock, heavy metal, you know, whatever it may be, every time I listen to something, especially at the gym, that's what I'm always listening to. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, but I, I see what you're saying. And I probably should too, but I listen to it. And I just I don't get that excitement or that. Um, I don't know. I just don't get much from it. They're just, you know, I, I don't know how, how to explain it. But I don't get the energy that I get from like hard rock music and metal music. And it's just I don't know. There's just something about it. Um, but, and I've just, yeah, I fall in love with, with that style. But Yeah. And uh, speaking of ginger, um, Tatiana's birthday was this past Tuesday. It's Tuesday for us for real, uh, but it's Friday that this show is airing. So happy birthday, belated happy birthday to Tatiana. Um, I know that they canceled some tour dates and show dates in order to, help with the you know the relief over in ukraine so you know i hope that they're doing okay and um i hope everything is going well with them and again i hope she had at least a chance to enjoy her birthday a little bit yeah yeah happy birthday oh. yeah um she is that woman is amazing really yeah i mean her i've never met her but yeah. I've, I've read interviews with her, which I usually don't do because I don't like to read interviews from other people. Because then, yeah. if by chance they come on my show, I'm going to be tempted to, you know what I'm saying. So right. I never, I rarely ever read or listen to other interviews. But yeah. with her, I, I've always been, there's just something alluring about her that, you know, it's like because she's never had a vocal coach, she's self trained. I didn't I, know that. Yes. That's awesome. How what? The heck with her voice that's crazy beats the hell out of me but oh then gosh. yeah that that yeah and i'm just getting shivers down my spine just thinking about her voice right now but like also like you can google her not google her name if you go to youtube and just type in her name yeah. you'll see all these different vocal coaches reacting to her you know songs you know whether it be pisces or whatever the case might be and yeah. Every vote, even like those proper, you know, elegantly, you know, trained, you know, you know, vocal coaches are like just blown away by her transitions and the way she does things. They're like, how is she, how does she do this? And it's like, they're, they're amazed by her. And it's just, I am too, because there's just something about her. It's just amazing. Yeah. That's so cool though. I didn't realize training that's crazy <laughs> i mean that's talent. some people just have that natural ability to vocal fry in ways that we will never understand yeah i am jealous that's just not fair <laughs> it's not well, fair it's not and <laughs> I, and i don't know much about him because i haven't he has i haven't heard much by him and I'm, I'm hoping to talk to him sometime soon but like same thing with like will ramos the new uh -huh. lead singer for um lorna shore uh -huh. where the have you heard that have you heard that stuff no i haven't actually <laughs> when I we get to... when we get off this 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 show yeah. um go look up lorna shore the new okay. stuff 
and listen to this gentleman's voice. Okay. This dude is probably about five foot four, maybe a buck 20 soaking wet. Just a okay. tiny dude. And the, the, the pitch and the way he growls would make any metal junkie jealous. Wow. Like, it's amazing. And that's another thing, too, that I've really enjoyed about metal lately is that yeah. these these great lead singers uh-huh. and front people aren't just great lead singers they're like they're doing stuff with their voices yeah. that other people could only dream of and they're actually in like many years people always said oh my voice is my instrument uh-huh. but there's a difference nowadays to saying that because some of these things that people are doing with yeah. their voices is just unreal and I think that in itself is a whole new part of the the business that hasn't been explored much yet. And I'm really kind of curious to see what happens next with it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. I know I would only hope to be able to do something like that with my voice. Like, it's crazy. I mean, as far as Ginger. But, yeah, I'll definitely, after this, I'll listen to Oh, listen to that band. And... Yeah, listen to Lorna Shore. It's a, it's, it's okay. something different. Um, okay. But yeah, the guy Will Ramos, his voice is just unreal. But you know, even like someone like you, your yeah. voice is so clean and elegant, and your pitch is like on point. But like the way you go up and down, it is still so, in my opinion, unique because it you may have a sound that may be similar to other people but the way you do it is is different on your own and i think that's great too because that's another thing we have a problem with in this business is too many people trying to sound like somebody else everyone wants to sound like Corey taylor you know yeah. everyone's to sound like randy bly of you know of um i can't even lamb of god i can't even think right now um or everyone wants to sound like this person or that person but yeah. they're not making it their own. Mm, yeah, that's true. You know, like, here's a great example. There was an album that came out last year by the band Wage War. Uh-huh. Great fucking band. I love the band. The album is phenomenal. However, this album is a little bit different from their others. And a lot of times the dude is singing. He kind of has a Corey Taylor-esque vibe to him. And you can kind of tell that's kind of what he was going for. No, yeah. no offense, and I'm not saying anything negative about it. Um, right. But the same thing can be said for there's a new band called Vended, and that's uh-huh. and Vended is leaded, leaded is led, <laughs> is led by the lead singer. His, his the lead singer is Corey Taylor's son. Oh wow! He sounds a lot like his dad, but at the same time, he's trying to make it his own. Nice. Um, that's another band you should check out. Vended. They are amazing. They're a bunch of you know nineteen year old you know kids still at this point, but it's oh. led. Um, but also clown sung from Slipknot is in the band as well. No way. Yeah. So yes. Corey Taylor's son and clown son Sean Grahan's son are both in this amazing ass band. And if that's not the a, a, a signifier of what they're gonna do in the next few years, I don't know what is. Yeah pretty awesome <laughs> but that again that is what we're headed towards is we have all this great stuff coming up and these young 
bands. I mean, I talked to a, a, a there's a, one of my favorite bands out of North Carolina, still very, very young, a, a band called uh, Forever Rome. Um, you know, bass players, a, a, a girl, you know, lead singers, a girl, and then there's two other guys in the band, but they're just an absolute delight of a band. And they're still very, very young. Um, one of them still in high school, you know, but they're, they're coming up and they're doing things or like I said, dying oath, you know, and then there's another band um, out of Virginia called set for tomorrow. There's all these great young bands that are doing the right things and showing where this this business is going and i'm loving it yeah that's really exciting that's yeah that's pretty awesome it really is um and i can't wait to see what happens next yeah yeah me too I mean, so yeah. yeah absolutely so uh you said you got rock fest on the books what else you guys got on the books coming up soon uh we are actually opening for flaw at brower house um, in another lost year on March 31st in Lombard, Illinois. So stoked about that. Uh, we are playing at Kingdom Come Festival this summer, which is in Indiana. Um, Audio Feed Fest will be playing at uh, this summer too. That's in Illinois. And we're playing a fest in, um, it's in Minnesota. It's in July and it's with um, like Buck Cherry is playing there. Any Given Sin is playing there and um, there's just a bunch of other bands playing there. But yeah, so we'll be there in July and uh, just a bunch of other shows coming up. So we're excited. We just also wrote um, or well, remade a cover to In This Moment by Phil Collins. So we're planning on recording that maybe in April um april or may and hoping to release that this summer so we're kind of excited about that too and we just did an interview at will rock 95 will rock last weekend um so that was that was a lot of fun and samir batakara of flyleaf uh played with us um on the radio interview and then he played with us actually the whole weekend like friday night saturday night and at that radio interview and just joined us for the whole weekend and so that was that was a blast because I am a huge fan of his. So that was like a huge dream come true for me. And uh, so, yeah, that was really cool. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Thanks. Well, let me just tell you, I think you are an amazing um, singer. I think you're an amazing writer. I love your band. I have for a very long time. And I cannot wait to see what you guys do next. And hopefully you guys will make it over to the East Coast sometime soon so I can come see you. Um if not, maybe I'll head over to one of these fest other festivals and I'll plan another festival that my girlfriend will kill me about. Um, we'll do five this year. There you go. <laughs> she was already like four, Derek, really four? I'm like, yeah, we're doing four. And she's like, shit. Um, maybe we have, might have to add a fifth. Who knows? <laughs> maybe we might go to Indiana. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but uh, either way. Um, thank you very much for coming on. I really appreciate this. It's been a great hour of conversation with you and, uh, I wish you guys nothing but the best and I hope to see you guys soon. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me. You're very, very welcome. We'll take care now and we'll talk again soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. All right. And that was Jennifer from the band Ignocent. I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. And OBS is froze. So 
what a great week it's been here on the dark side of music from Lena and to her, you know, to Jennifer, to, you know, brain cell and everybody else that has been on this week. It's just been an absolute fucking delight. So I hope you guys come back next week for some even more shit. So next week on the books, as of right now, we've got artifacts. We've got Radkey. We've got Kingdom Collapse. We've got so much good shit coming up next week and a whole bunch more. So definitely come back from for that. Kingdom Collapse. Kingdom Collapse will be on Monday. Um, but yeah, definitely come back for more starting Monday. The weekend's here, everybody. I hope you all fucking enjoy it. So definitely come back again on Monday. But until then, stay happy. Oh, wait. Hold on. I'm not done yet. What am I doing? I can't forget to let you guys out, go out on a bang here. So. Everything is frozen on my computer. Alright, there we go. Don't you love technical difficulties? I know I do. Alright, but we're going to go out with one more song by the band Ignocent. Off their Ascension EP, again, that just came out back on March 4th. song called Final Fight. So, guys, we'll see you on Monday with the band Kingdom Collapse. But until then, stay happy. Stay healthy, stay fucking heavy. Enjoy your weekend, guys. Here is Final Fight by Ignocent. See you Monday. Peace.